Well, now for some pop music of the Thames Valley. Hello and welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's Tuesday night gaming show. My name's Tom, and I'm joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, Gabriel and Billy. Now, Billy, you are coming in from uh, across the across the world, basically, over in America today, aren't you? Yes, I mean, I'm in Providence, Rhode Island today. How's it? Are you enjoying your, your travel so far? Yeah, it's lovely. It's been nice and warm, clear blue skies. Kind of fantastic, honestly. Oh, good, good stuff. And Gabriel, you are as where you usually are, I guess. Yes, from London, rather boring compared to Billy, I must admit. <laughs> Billy, out of curiosity, where is that in terms of state? What state are you in? Rhode Island. That is uh, the state? Is... Yes, right. Providence, the city of Rhode Island is the state. Rhode Island's a state. I need to remember that for future, <laughs> yes. future quizzes and uh, name gonna... the states kind of thing. Yeah, I was going to say that was clearly me exposing yeah. <laughs> how poor my geography is but anyway there we are <laughs> yeah. oh well a little, little bit of gaming a little bit of gaming trivia for you the state of Rhode Island actually owned a, a video game company for a little bit um because it went bankrupt and they they picked it up as the assets really uh, they gave it a loan do yes. you know which game you, gaming thing uh, studio 38 I think have you ever heard of kingdoms of Amala that's a game that Rhode Island owned for a bit until they sold it to uh, THQ Nordic oh, who really? uh, have since become the Embracer Group did they make oh, no. money off it? That's a real question. Oh, absolutely not. They, they, they needed to sell like 5 million copies and it came out the same year as Skyrim. Ah, yeah. Probably not uh, not the best decision then in terms of uh, a government no, pickup. Was... Uh, well, they, they gave a loan to the studio to get it to move to Rhode Island, but there's, there's a whole story right. behind it that I'm sure we can discuss some other time. Absolutely. I'm, I'm intrigued now. <laughs> anyway... Moving on, we are starting this show with Gaming Brain Brainstorming Game. Now I will re- reveal you to the que- uh, the word even uh, very briefly. <laughs> and that yeah. word is duo. Okay, duo. And after that, we are actually finishing off the, the count-up, countdown yeah. of the greatest games of, well, since the year 2000, pretty much. So yeah. we're finally on 2021. Um, it's, it's been a long journey, actually. It's taken a very uh, a decent amount of weeks. It's been good, though. We've we've covered so much. Um, a very good little mini series in our in our uh, in our podcast and show. So it's been fun. But every you know, all good things must come to an end, uh, as they say. So yeah, you you can go listen to the whole series. I think it lasts the last twenty two episodes if you include this one. You can go go listen to them all on uh, yeah, the radio absolutely. playback features. Definitely, if this is your first. Um, First time listening to to the podcast and the show, definitely go and visit at least from the start of, of of this count up, if not before, if you want to. But definitely, highly recommend starting from the beginning. Yeah, it's a very good opportunity for you to get at least ten game suggestions from every year. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So you know, with that, obviously there'll be overlaps, etc. But you know, if you're looking for games to play, it's a brilliant way to do it. Yeah. And uh, to end the show, we are finishing off with the weekly news roundup. As always, Billy and Gabriel both have two pieces of information and news articles to tell me and everyone listening at home. Um, yeah, that have gone on in the past weekish. So that's exciting as always. 
you've leveled up. So guys, gaming brain, brainstorming game. The word is duo, as we now know. Billy, I'm going to start with you. Gabriel, you're next, and then I'll go last. All right? Nice, yeah. So, Billy, take it away, mate. Uh, I'm going to go with Ratchet and Clank, you know, the, the iconic gaming duo that they are. Ratchet. I'm going to go with Mario and Luigi while it's still available. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah. I was confident that one was going to be picked very quickly. Um, I'm going to go with Sonic and Tails. Ooh, that was going to be my next one. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go with Banjo and Kazooie. Oh, oh, your next one. Dave. That was on my list, uh, like <laughs> as in things that I was thinking of. Um, oh, gosh. Um, oh, Master Chief and Cortana. Boom. Oh, that's a good shout. Very good one. Uh, God. I'm going to go with duo queuing. So doing, uh, duoing with your online oh, friend. That's a good call. Right? That's a good call. Oh, oh you think it's tricky now. I'm going to go with slightly obscure one, which I only know about because I think I read it on like some article while I was doing research for the show. Jack and Daxter? Jack and Daxter? Yeah. I've never heard of that, but I've... It's a slightly obscure game. So it's on the lines of like something like Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that. Right. Right. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take your word for it, mate. Take your word for it. Um, I'm going to go yeah. for a Pokemon by the name of Dodgio, who oh, has two heads. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. I need to think about things with two of. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us. Oh, that's a good mm, shout. Um, I'm going to go with slight, slightly risky on you guys at the last. I'm going to go with uh, split screen because you have a duo of screens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that that's is a good fair. One. I am going to go with... The Microsoft Surface Duo, which I believe was—I <laughs> don't even know when that was released, but I'm pretty sure it's a thing. That's and it's a good a, one. Yeah, console with two screens. You got the name in it. You got the name in it. Right. This is uh, this is tough now. Um, actually, something that uh is going to pop up later in the show, the game called It Takes Two. Oh yeah, Ooh, I've never heard of that very one. Good. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, in that case, oh, I'll go with um, Lincoln Zelda. Yes, oh. nice, nice. I'd have been more surprised if you didn't say that one, Billy. <laughs> well, um, as I am a noted Zelda fan. So. True, true. Oh, gosh, that's... Uh, oh, Donkey and Diddy Kong. Boom. Oh. Donkey and Diddy Kong. Very that's nice. a good one. Oh, this is this is where I start to struggle. Um, we've had Mario and Luigi. Yes. What about Wario and Waluigi? <laughs> Boom, they're uh, a duo, aren't they? Surely. Yeah. 
I will accept them with a bit of <laughs> nah. <laughs> like I would not count them as a duo, but we'll give you it, I guess. They're they're a they're a evil version of uh, Mario and Luigi in their duo, so I think that's close enough. True, but... yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Um uh let's go with the the really old 90s series of game. It's um Toja Amano. I'm gonna to have to take your word for it again. Same. I look, <laughs> Get out you can you keep telling me names, and I'll just agree with you. But to be honest, just... oh, good, that's free license. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um, what about um, oh, Fireboy and Watergirl, a uh, oh, online I premium. Those. Yeah, yeah. What what yeah. platform was that even on? It was on like cool maths games like a, or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like a flash game. God, yeah. Fireboy Fire and Watergirl. Yeah, there are like ten of those games. They're all Literally. they're all like two player keyboard games. Oh, I'd forgotten entirely about those. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of two player games right now, and nothing's really coming <laughs> to my head. I, I want to Uh-oh. say FIFA because it's like, but it's one v one. You're not really duoing, are you? It's sort of against yeah. each other. I will not accept FIFA. Yeah, no, I'm going to put firm <laughs> case there. That's absolutely oh. fine. I, I, I'm not I'd have gonna... to defer to Gabriel. That he's played all of them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm trying to think of other video game characters that we haven't really mentioned. Instigate uh, a countdown. Yeah, feel free to start a countdown. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ten, nine, yeah. eight, seven. Oh, nothing's six, coming to my head. Five, four, three, <laughs> two. Very <laughs> One, yeah, I, and he's gone. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I can't think of any more. I'm sorry, that's me out. Uh, okay, uh, in that case, take inspiration because we're talking Gabriel's favorite games. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Lego Star Wars games because you, when you play in two player with there, they have the stupid, stupid way of doing the two player where the screen doesn't move properly and irritates oh, the hell out yeah. of everyone who does it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'll accept that. That's a good one. Oh gosh, um, I'm thinking Pokemon's now. Uh, oh, skipping Pokemon. Yeah. What about Zwelius? Actually, no. How do you pronounce him? Is it Zwelius? 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 How are you spelling how... this? Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like Z W E I L O U S. I think he's like a bad Pokemon uh, or something. Oh, oh, that one. I yes, feel like he but... he was not a Pokemon when I was into Pokemon, but I've heard a lot about him because he's I don't yeah. know he's a lot of people's favorite Pokemon kind of thing. He, so he's a dragon one. I think that's Zwilus. So, uh, so how does he how does he relate to the word has, duo then he's he has got two, two heads. heads he's got two heads okay cool why also means two in german that's that's why he's called that right ah. i'm taking on my refereeing role now i've uh ah, okay. out of this competition mm. yeah he, he's the pokemon that evolves into hydrogen which is i something i actually i should say hydrogen i go oh it's that one but yeah no i didn't realize that was that was where it comes from <laughs> so uh, okay yeah, uh, da, 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 I had one in mind. I think it's just gone out of my head because I was talking about this now. Uh, oh, Lord. I'm going to go with um, Ukulele, which is like the uh, the almost same studio who did like uh, Banjo-Kazooie almost. It's it's like a much more modern 3D platformer in the, the same style. Okay, so that's that's a duo. That's a, what, what is that relating to, to duo? Is it... 
it's got the same sort of mechanic where you have the the two creatures on the the screen that right. have different abilities, but got they it. work together. Got it. Fair, fair. Bit of an outside the box one's just come to my head. What about dual monitors? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good shout actually. Dual screen, um, that's good. Uh, oh, I almost, I almost went with dual shock controller, but I don't think that would be quite good enough. Um, dual shock. It's pushing it. It's pushing it. I yeah, lie. I know. So I'm going to go. I might have to go for something else. Uh, uh, Countdown's on. What is it? Oh, Ten, dear. Um, nine. Eight. What about seven? Uh, six. Double Dragon. Double Dragon is a game that exists. That double, I've only heard double about Dragon. Of you, it, it's one of those like uh, side-scrolling fighting games. Yeah, uh, but it is—it's a design for two-player one. Dual Dragon. That's what it's called now. That—that's what Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Yes, my bad. Double Dragon. <laughs> so yeah, no. Do feel free to to look it up. I yeah, I'm gonna. Series. Got it. I'm going to jump in with mine while I've still got it in my oh, head because it's just come come to me. And I don't know if any of you played this, but I was obsessed with this game. It's called Bomberman uh, versus Digger. It was a PC game, and it's basically a kind of tunnel game where you're a kind of car that digs through. Um, and the whole concept is, yeah, it's like bombs versus the digger. I don't know if that constitutes a duo. Happy to take some some challenge. Um, do they play with each other or do they play against each other? Against each other. Now that's where I'm cutting it. That's where I'm not too. Uh... Fair. Okay. Okay. Oh god. Um. Oh my god. I'm gonna uh, start you ten seconds. All right. Uh, what about um? And I don't know how to pronounce this Pokemon either. Um, <laughs> more more two headed Pokemon coming in. Giraffe rig, right? Has a f- uh, he has a his tail is like a little Pac Man thing. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly the Pokemon you mean. See, I can't really, I can't really say anything because you guys could be, you guys could sit here for hours and just name <laughs> pretty much a two, a, for me a two headed Pokemon based off what we've we've been gone on my previous two should should stand and giraffe rig he does indeed have well he has a head and he has a tail but his tail is like alive so <laughs> yeah he has a head and a tail okay <laughs> so they work together right they work basically yeah okay and his his tail is a separate entity or separate yes right yeah, okay. it's, it's it's like a chimera type thing where it has like another head on the back of its on the back almost sure uh, i'll give it to you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna um, complain thank god <laughs> uh diffing ever further into that pokemon well i'm gonna go with uh double battles because you oh. can have battles with uh two pokemon on each side uh sure that <laughs> yeah <laughs> great that oh no yeah that pokemon's great yep okay what about crash bandicoot and ooga booga what <laughs> That is the that is, is that? the mon- <laughs> Crash Bandicoot and Ooga Booga. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the mask that he wears Crash when Bandit. he's like got superpower, and when you when you get it, it just goes Ooga Booga like that. It's, it's like, this is so annoying because none of you really play Crash Bandicoot. All the Crash Bandicoot no. nerds it's out there. Aku are Aku. Nuts. Is it Aku Aku? Aku Aku? Oh, maybe that's actually and Uka, what it's Uka. called. And I, this is another Gabriel mishearing thing. <laughs> does, and... does Crash Bandicoot say Ooga Booga? No. The first guess no, no, might no, be something along the lines of 
Ooga booga or whole booga. It's turns as it turns out, it's meant absolutely nothing. The sound aku aku makes it gibberish and was never intended to mean anything. Okay, so it's aku aku. Right. Well, there we go. But but do you is, accept is that? Is that a duo? valid duo? <laughs> well, do, do they work together? Do they? Yeah, it, it's basically partners? like he 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 grabs this mask, which is kind of alive in the game. Like it's not a it's not like a, a static mask. It's like it, it it opens its mouth and sort of says hi. And when he puts it on, he gets invincibility, almost like getting a star power up on Mario Kart kind of vibe. Right. Okay. Cool. Don't cool. know if that's counts as a duo. Bit left field, but. <laughs> That's the last one I'm going to let you off with, Gabriel. Oh. You're really, you're really pulling at it today. That's it's just very okay. close. Okay, uh, I am going to go with because I've just just seen one of my uh, my news articles. So it's a bit bit of a hint for later in the show. I'm going to go with Jacob and Evie Fry from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Oh, that's a good the, one. That's they that's are... yeah, not even debatable. That that's a duo. Um, there, there's, oh gosh, they are siblings now. The twin protagonists of the game so yeah acceptable um okay what about um t- in titanfall the pilot and the titan right <laughs> right this is that you could say like that's like you could say like Lionel messi in a football they're not ju- they're not <laughs> chewing are they you but like- they 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 collaborate and they they have their own, not they alive. Their own it's a machine and- but no, but it moves by itself and it's powered by but AI. Are, are they working together? Or is this one? Because surely the person... Of course they're the... working together. You've got an AI-controlled Titan oh, which so it's, has it... to be piloted by a pilot. But is the pilot they... driving it, though? That's the, that's the thing. If the pilot's driving it, it's not really a... They're not really a duo, are they? They're just <laughs> a dude in a machine. Do you see what I see where my logic's coming from, Gabriel? It's just I, I, I'm gonna disagree with your logic, but if, if that means what do you that think, I'll have Billy? to come I know, up with I know this is very oh, unfair gosh. with what you think, but um I'm sort of undecided because I've I've not played Titanfall. Titanfall has been interesting, but I've, I've never picked up a uh, copy myself. So I'm really not sure. But like all the gameplay I've seen, like the Titans don't actually do anything on their own, they just fall out of the sky, out of the sky, and then you get in them. And they stand, they don't move the, the, I don't think they're AI controlled, are they? They're, they're okay. not like they don't have their own brain. I've come up with another one to be okay. fair. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Tom, I know you've played NBA 2K, yeah, yeah. and there is something in NBA 2K on my team called dynamic duos. And what it is is when you have both of them in your lineup, they get a massive stat boost. Cool. That's a thing. That's that acceptable. Yeah, that's, yep. that's that's absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, just to just to close this off before Gabriel eventually comes up with it, drawing again from that that wonderful Pokemon well, I'm going to go with. Uh, I mean, I'm going to pick particularly Diamond and Pearl because they're my favorite. But basically, Pokemon's habit of making two mainline games because they're a duo of games. Sure, sure, okay. I'll take oh, it. Gosh, working together. Okay. Um... This is going oh, on for I a while. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm going to start the countdown, though, Gabriel. Yeah, Nate Fair. Oh, that Ten, might be nine, eight, seven, six, ooh, five. Oh, four, no, I can't. I'm trying to think of games three. released as a duo. I can't. No. Two. I'm going to surrender. Whoa. No. Zero. Yeah. That's a victory. <laughs> that's a victory for Billy. Uh, that was really man. good, guys. I'm I'm very impressed. 
Yeah, oh, I, I had like one more. Yeah, I, that's the thing. So I knew that if I'd have got that right, maybe that could have, well, we had one, so maybe not, but I was thinking that that was going to be quite decisive. But there we are. Well played, yeah. both of you. Well played. I, I My last one, very for well. reference. No, oh, no, you did a pretty good, Tom. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't an easy, easy word you picked for us. <laughs> that is, yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. True. No. True. Uh, yeah, the, the the only one I had left was uh, Cal Kestis and BD1 from Jedi Fallen Order. Very true, yeah. Yeah, fair. Oh, Star Wars stuff, yeah. Yeah. Damn. The only reason I knew about that is because they, they've announced the sequel recently, which I'm very, very excited for. Have they? Oh. Yeah, EA is like, oh, we're oh absolutely going to make a, another another sequel. I need to finish so, playing that game. I, I, I've been slacking with it. I've, I'm sort of same. midway through, but just haven't really got to the end for some reason. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty close to it, but yeah, they're they're apparently going to make something. It's going to be called like Jedi Survivor. It's coming sometime next year, apparently. That's very exciting. That's very very yeah. exciting. You've leveled up. Okay, so that's it for gaming brain brainstorming game. You guys did very well. That was very impressive. It went on for quite a while, so uh, I feel like we need to rush through this. Uh, well, rush through at least my segment of the greatest games of 2021. I'm just going to give a quick list of some of the some of the best games, and then uh, which games this year won major awards, and what were the highest or best selling games, I guess you could say, uh, in Europe. Not actually the UK, because I was struggling to find UK specific ones this year for some reason. So, 2021, we have games like Resident Evil Village, It Takes Two, which I mentioned earlier, Hitman Three. Back for Blood, I've I've had as my game of the week. Um, we've had Mass Effect Legendary yeah. Edition come out. Uh, Death's Door, Loop Hero, Deathloop, Outriders, Knockout City, another game that I mentioned previously. Uh, New World, Chivalry 2, Forza Horizon 5, Battlefield 2042, so many games. Monster Hunter Rise, Halo Infinite. Uh, I could list loads and loads more, but I'm not going to. You know there were like three or four games revolving around time loops that came out this year, like Death Loop, Loop Hero. Also, well, that's what things like. It was just weird. That's strange, isn't it? Maybe I, I don't I know. know some weird. Uh, it's a know, message we're actually <laughs> trapped in a time loop. Well, maybe it was just everyone trying to get over COVID and trying to, you know, time oh, warp don't. somewhere, somewhere out thinking, of there. Thinking too deeply yeah. about life and uh, being stuck. <laughs> COVID so. continues forever. Therefore, we are already in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Major yeah. awards time. It takes two one game of the year at both the Game Awards 2021 and the 25th edition of the Dice Awards. Uh, and then the Japanese Game Awards named Ghosts of Tsushima and Monster Hunter Rise as their joint game of the year by the by the looks of things, which is interesting. Mobile game of the year was Genshin Impact. Uh, VR or augmented reality game of the year was Resident Evil um, and Lone Echo 2. Art direction was Deathloop, a game that I kind of want to try out because it very, looks very interesting and has it had does. good praise for, for, for a long time. Um, Music-wise, Re- Returnal, I think that's that, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, that takes uh, the music. Sound design was Forza Horizon 5 and Returnal. Uh, we've got, what else here? Um, narrative was Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Interesting. And the multiplayer game of the year was It Takes Two and Halo Infinite. Interesting, oh, interesting. stuff. Interesting stuff. 
And I've got here for the first time, and I know it's the last uh, edition of this series on the show, but I've got the largest markets of uh, of the gaming industries. So depending on, well, divided by country, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. Uh, who can guess what the biggest market is? Uh, China. Oh, oh, absolutely. 685, <laughs> I think, yeah, 685 million players. Yeah. I just love it how instant that was. But, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's logic, isn't it? They've got oh, so many people. Six, might, yeah. 685 million players is, I think, more than like just about any other country can actually have like in the country. Yeah. Like, yeah. 10 times as many people as the UK has total. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we have, what, 80, 80 million now? Something like that? 70 yeah. million? 68, I think. 68 so, million. Not, not even, yeah. <laughs> so that's literally, what, nearly nearly 10 times, actually more than 10 times. Um, yeah the players actually in China playing video games. So China produced revenue of uh, 46 billion. And uh, interestingly, United States produced 40 billion, but only had 191 million players. So significant significant difference in players, but actually very close in terms of the revenue that was uh, produced out of the the US. Interesting that. Yeah. the The US is a very rich country. Oh, very true. Very true. Absolutely, it's definitely got something to do with it. Japan was in third, uh, 75 million players there playing video games, $22 billion in revenue. And then, yeah, we've got games like South Korea, Germany, and then the UK. So Germany is a bigger bigger gaming con- uh, country than uh, the UK. It doesn't surprise me. Do you reckon, Billy? I, I, I thought UK was... Uh, nah. they've, they've got a bigger population and a better uh, economy, so... True, true, very true. Very true. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah. And of course, like, of course in 2021, we'd, we'd left the EU. So that, that's going to affect things. Yes, yes, absolutely. True. Right, best-selling games in Europe. Now, this is, this is interesting because I've previously asked what game is the best-selling in the UK? And do we is think, Europe? and obviously that being FIFA, like we've mentioned in past shows, <laughs> What game do we think? Is it FIFA? Is it something else? What, what I think it's think? something else. I think it's something else. What I, about I, you, no, I, I think it's FIFA. The continent's football mad. It's Europe, to be fair. Yeah, I so. think that Forza might pip it, but that's Ooh, only that's because I think, you know, For, Forza obviously very well received. Car games, quite, you know, relatable but like you know geographically that doesn't bear much relation like whereas football yes obviously europe is football mad but maybe you know uh car games are more accessible i don't know that's still very debatable but i'm yeah. just throwing it well out there. i'm afraid you have to eat your words gabriel because everything oh. there is absolute rubbish <laughs> fifa 22 <laughs> is topping ah. european best-selling premium games and uh, and I f- have a feeling, though, Gabriel. To be to, to be honest, it might be something to do with the fact that Forza was uh, on Xbox Game Pass on release. So I don't uh, know whether it comes into the equation when we talk about best-selling premium games, or maybe there's a very smaller uh, base of players that actually picked it up that didn't have Game Pass to begin with. Yeah, but yeah, yeah FIFA 22 was up there, number one, and then Grand Theft Auto 5. Still, still, and in third place, funnily enough, was FIFA 21. So, yeah, that, that just goes to show that Europe is, like you said, Billy, football mad. So, <laughs> guys, the countdown five games you both have. Gabriel, I'm going to start with you. 
Okay, well, coming in at number five, I've gone for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which you did refer to in your list. I think it was like the best cinematic experience or something like that. Uh, yes. Storyline or something like yeah. that. And to be fair, that I think that's that's warranted. It's, it is a very good storyline. A little bit hindered by the fact that, you know, if you are into the movies, a lot of the voice acting is different. So got to get your head around that. But in terms of gameplay and just the overall um you know it was the narrative the narrative narrative that's it yeah so yeah the 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 narrative yeah rightfully so very good and the gameplay is very good so yeah deserve it a number five brilliant billy so uh yeah my number five in something that might not surprise anybody who who knows me and knows my opinions on pokemon is uh shining uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, uh, which is the remakes of my favorite ever Pokemon games in all the world. So it's it's just a remake of Pokemon, and I I am a big fan of Pokemon, and I am an extra big fan of Diamond and Pearl. So it's, Very cool. it's a fairly highly rated game. Very cool. Number four. My number four is a game that I played a lot of uh, towards the start of because annoyingly with the with NBA and FIFA. They come out at the end of this year. So actually, these titles that I'm mentioning now, I'm still playing now kind of thing. That's but interesting. That, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting thing to, to consider. But NBA 2K22, certainly when it came out and the start of even this year, it's all I was playing. And that is my number four. Brilliant. Billy? So a little bit of an obscure one here. I'm going to say Crab Game. So if you're not familiar with Crab Game, it, it came out based on the you know, hit TV series Squid Game. Uh, but obviously it, it's a it's a free-to-play uh, game where you, you go around, you do stupid, stupid assignments like, oh, uh, dodge the falling blocks that can squish you or turn enough of the arena to your team's colour. And it's, it's just basically got a last man standing wipeout-style competition. Uh, it's really good fun. It's like, it's like cheap and easy fun. It's really, really good if you can get like a community to play it together. It's not so good if you're playing it on your own, mm. from my experience. But uh, it's, it's you know, it's a solid half hour of fun each time. It's very similar to Fall Guys in a way. That there can only be one winner. Yes. Sort of go through different, um, different yeah. things and you get knocked it, out here and there. It's almost like a more violent version of Fall Guys because like they explode into like blood and guts and stuff because right. it's... Yeah. It is a pastiche on, uh, on Squid Game, as I say, which was very violent. Yeah, true. I think I saw a video about it on YouTube a while back, actually. So I, I don't know whether it was a YouTuber that, re- that, that made it to begin with and, and then started working on it. I could be wrong, uh, but I do have a vivid memory of that being the case, but don't quote me on it. Right, yeah. Gabriel. Coming in in third place is Halo Infinite, which was... Uh, one of my game of the months actually and rightfully so it's an amazing single player experience and the online it does take you back to the days of halo reach which is my favorite halo so really if you're a halo fan you haven't played this i don't know what you're doing because it's really really good version of the game i really recommend anyone picks it up brilliant easy as that your bronze medal billy so my problem is a little unusual. I'm going with what's technically a DLC. Uh, it is Echoes of the Eye, which is part of Outer Wilds. I've mentioned Outer Wilds before as being one of my favorite games. It's a fantastic little space yep. exploration yep. game. 
this is a an expat. It's just a straight expansion to that. It's it's more of the same in in a way. There's a lot of interesting stuff. There's more lore. There's some very creepy elements to it, uh, but it, it is a, a solid expansion, and I, I do recommend picking it up. I, 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 yeah, great stuff. Well said, Silver Gabriel. Silver Place is, of course, FIFA 22. Uh, I've actually been playing it a lot recently because Team of the Seasons recently come out. It's got me really back into it. So, you know, <laughs> as much as I like to say, oh, FIFA's the same old game, here I am, <laughs> 10 years or however many years into this countdown, and I still have it right at the top of my list. So, Well, not right at the top, but pretty much there. So, yeah, it is a really good FIFA, and I do enjoy playing it. So, that's that's all I have that's to say, the, really. That's the casual console gamer inside of you, Gabriel. You're <laughs> it sticking at it year on year. I it respect is. it. Billy? So, uh, I've mentioned this before. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this when we were doing our, our best game to 2021, our Game of the Year awards, uh, way, way back when, at the, the beginning of the year. Sure. But it is New Pokemon Snap. So, New Pokemon Snap is a harmless, cheery little game where you run around taking pictures of Pokemon. Uh, I've mentioned, I've, I've not played this myself, but I have some really excellent memories of helping my sister play it, uh, which is, is just really nice to be able to do. It's, it's got a lot of good memories. It's completely harmless. Like, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense, but, like, it's very simple. There's no there's no violence or fighting. It. It's just nice and pleasant and calming, and it's kind of just a good, relaxing time, you know? It does what it does well. That's, yeah. that's what I'm getting from it. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So... Gold medal number one for last year. So it's going to come as no surprise. And when we did the Game of the Year awards, this was my top one. And it's Forza Horizon 5, which I think is, I know FIFA was a better selling game this year, but to be honest, I just think Forza Horizon 5 is infinitely better than FIFA. Just the the in, uh, the ingenuitiveness. I don't even know if that's a word. but Ingenuitive, I, I'll... Let's make it worth if it is. Yeah, you you know what I mean. It's sort of it's it's revolutionary. It's something different, and yeah, I it it's just executed to perfection. Really, if you like car games and music, as I always say, Forza Horizon Five is probably a game for you. It's your game, yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised. Uh, no Call of Duty. <laughs> Gosh, That's don't get me I've started, yeah. Tom. Call of Duty Vanguard. I would, I would, I don't know what I'd do if it made it onto that list. I'd be disrespecting the Call of Duty <laughs> community. It is a sham of the game. Don't really? pick up Call of Duty Vanguard. I've, if, I've if never played already. it. Yeah, I've never yeah. played it. I have no idea what what's going on in that game, to be honest. But to, I mean, in my, and obviously very, very, very subjective, but. Yeah, in my opinion, it's just a complete failure to deliver what Call of Duty is to me. And and that's well, that's you're that. A long, you're a long lasting yeah. Call of Duty player. And if you don't like it, that definitely means something. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely got it's, it really, it's the first Call of Duty that I've picked up and I've just actually made the executive decision just not to play because yeah. it's just not right in terms of what it like, like saying what I think COD should be like. Mm. Fair enough, man. Yeah. Fair enough. Right, Billy, you're number one. So this is a game I've also mentioned on the on the show before, but it's Wildermyth. Wildermyth is this fantastically pretty. I, I gave it, I think, best art direction in our 2021 Game Awards. Sure. Uh, it, it is a tactical role-playing game. It's you, you run around with a band of heroes and you go and solve invasions and monster crises. Um, 
and they get older and they have kids and they fall in love and all, all this sort of stuff happens and you have to sort of balance out helping people and trying to prepare for the next crisis to come along and it's got this really interesting legacy system so like once you've finished a campaign the heroes from that that campaign sort of stick around in like a, a bank of heroes and you can pull out some legacy heroes to start a new campaign with and stuff like that it's just it's fantastically pretty it's got some pretty solid gameplay like tactical gameplay it's not hugely difficult but it, it's not the easiest thing ever either so it, it's pretty solid yeah, I think it's selling it to me. You're selling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 really quite just. It's nice. I, that's that's one of the best ways I can describe it. It's it's not as I say. It's not hugely hard, but I really like how the players interact and a lot of the random events are really cool and interesting. There's a whole bunch of like there's like six different pre-made campaigns with like really interesting storylines and stuff that you go through. Um, and as I say, the ability to bring your own heroes back again and again and sort of grow them in stature and power and like. It records everything you've done with them. So like if you solve a particular event, it will be like, oh, this person, you know, fought the Gorgons or whatever that, that mm. you've done with them. And it's just really nice to be able to sort of keep a, a legacy of previous playthroughs like that. And it's a thing that I don't think enough games do. And it's just a really nice, interesting system. Sounds uh, in, deserving in, of its number one spot, that's yeah. for sure. In some ways, it reminds me of the, uh, the really interesting Nemesis system from uh, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor which is a game I also really enjoyed. So, you know. Well, does sound go. very good, I must admit. Yeah, you're selling it, Billy. You need to, <laughs> you need to try and pick a really terrible game and try and, uh, and, try and some sell point. it as a good one. There we go. <laughs> right. That was it for the whole, the whole season of uh, our count-ups. This is, yeah, it's uh, End of an, an emotional era. moment. The era is <laughs> over with. And uh, yeah, 2021, again, a great year. I'm not sure whether it was the best year. But it's definitely <laughs> just it just goes to show the amount of the amount of good games that have come out year on year that you know that just keeps on improving in my opinion that uh, just the uh, the breadth of games that are on you know just available everywhere I know going back to sort of the the 2000s 2005 and maybe up to 2010 there was you know there were brilliant games but there was a very limited set of games I think everyone uh got involved with but nowadays there's just so many game companies producing so many different titles it's just it's just great to see and i have no doubt um that 2022 is going to be well if better if not just as good uh, and so on into the future so yeah uh next next week i just want to say this now next week we are going to be starting our new sort of focal point of uh, <laughs> the episodes which we are not going to reveal just yet um, yeah. we're not it's not going to be necessarily a series like this count up that we've done for the past 20 odd uh, episodes but it will be just as good so stick around uh, for that uh, please so yeah weekly news roundup guys I'm going to start with you Billy because you were the winner of today's Gaming Brain Brainstorming game so I'm treating you to uh, getting your news and information out of the way so I, I've got a couple of news as always, one of them is quite really quite cool. Uh, so the Embracer Group, who I've, I've mentioned before, they are they used to be THQ Nordic. They're a big, you know, multi conglomerate. We own like they own like six or seven different development studios, um, but they have recently created something called the Embracer Games Archive, which is basically a literal archive of of different games. They've got something like fifty thousand games, consoles, and accessories in a vault in Sweden in Karlstad. Um, which is just kind of really cool. It's not 
currently accessible yet, but at some point it's going to become accessible to academics and researchers and the general public as sort of a, a resource you can look through games and consoles and bits of tech from the past uh, relating to the gaming industry. It's just a really cool idea because it's not something you hear about often is that we want, you know, preserving old games and old consoles and stuff. But it is something I think we, we could stand to do more often. I think it's just really cool that a company is going to go like, oh, we're just going to make this a thing, you know? I definitely think it's needed because it's, at the end of the day, you know, art, art throughout history has been preserved as much as possible. And yeah. it's been highly valued l- later on, uh, hundreds of years, if not more, after it's been produced. So it's just the same with with video games and, and, and everything related to yeah. them. Obviously, video games in the grand scheme of things are very... Re- well, recent uh, endeavor <laughs> in terms of the art and, and, and culture of the world, but um, yeah, I definitely think that preservation, especially on older older consoles and older types of formatting and everything like that, is very important to be uh, to be held somewhere safe and secure, just for the people in the future to go back and see, you know, what the what these old people were were making hundreds <laughs> of years ago. So definitely i actually saw um and i might have even mentioned it on the show but i saw a really interesting news article about what's happening in ukraine and there was someone in ukraine who had a gaming archive shop which had like a massive library of old consoles old games all this kind of stuff and it obviously got destroyed it was just so disheartening to see all of that Uh, history go yeah and and so sort of yeah supporting that same same point really Oh uh, yeah, that yeah. is that is terrible news, but it's uh, it's good that there is preservation going on. Uh, exactly. and def- like you said, Billy, it's uh, it's important that a lot of other people get involved, just so there isn't that one central uh, hub for for all games in, in the future. I reckon there should be a lot of companies sort of holding on to their their past and present games, uh, just for the yeah. benefit of people in the future. So. Uh... That was the first bit of news. And as I say, I, I thought that was quite interesting. And as I say, I thought it was quite necessary. But the other bit of news is uh, not necessarily more lighthearted, but less uh, less historical weight and more just, oh, someone's done something really cool again. <laughs> uh, in this case, someone has played through all 12 uh, mainline Assassin's Creed games without taking any damage uh, on Master Assassin, which is like one of the hardest difficulties in the entire game. God. And it's like, mad. what? Yeah. That is actually pretty. I, I just, I. That's crazy how that's even possible. That's properly like, yeah. Oh. It's, it's uh, absolutely insane. Because I, I was reading the rules. It's like the player's health bar cannot fall below one hundred percent from the moment you you gain control to the end of it. You can't desynchronize. You can't restart or reload. And if you if you did anything, you, like if you did any of that, you had to restart the entire game from scratch. So to be fair, it wasn't like you have to play all 12 in order without taking any damage at once, which, oh my God, that would be so difficult. That, that really would so, be impossible. Imagine being on like the sixth one and then just absolutely... I know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's still very impressive. Very, very impressive. Uh, some of it is up online, so you can, you can watch bits of it. It's by someone whose name I cannot possibly pronounce correctly, but I will try. It's uh, Hayete Bahadori, I think it's it's pronounced. Uh, mm. Otherwise but, known you... as uh, Mr. I have too much time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Mr. I am a badass at Assassin's Creed. Yeah, true. Very... <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, but, you, yeah, but you can absolutely find the uh, the Valhalla part of the run uh, up there. I'm not sure how much else it is on, is on their uh, 
on their YouTube channel, but parts of it are. So I, I do recommend go watch it out. It's always really interesting to see how much, like, the little tricks and tactics they use, uh, especially because this is an, what's called an any percent speed run. Uh, so you don't have to bother doing every objective, which is like, thank God, because it's an Assassin's Creed game. There are like a million optional side quests. God, yeah, I can imagine. It's mad. <laughs> Rough that. Yeah. Great. Brilliant stuff, Billy. The two very good pieces of uh, news there. Gabriel, on to you, mate. Yes, so kicking off my news for today. After eight years of its life cycle, Sony has announced plans to stop releasing PlayStation 4 content. The PlayStation 4 needs no introduction. Having sold over 117 million units, it is the fourth best-selling video game console of all time. The report comes from a recent financial presentation by Sony, which shows that the platform owner is planning for the console's end. This is despite the fact that availability is still a major problem for the PlayStation 5 due to scalpers and hardware shortages. I have to admit, this has sent me into a massive panic because as Sony have now you know, announced this, it's very likely that Xbox are going to follow suit. And I think it's because really you know, until you make that decision, you're not really going to give consumers the imperative to make that transfer. Uh, transfer, And so, yeah, it's it's a big moment and we knew it was coming. And yeah, here we are. Not that you PC gamers will care so much. No, but yeah. our console the PC is itself. calling you. <laughs> oh, gosh, well, yeah. I suppose it is. But no, I can't, I can't, I can't kiss it goodbye. But it looks like I'm going to have to be forking out a bit of money for the new yeah. Xbox very soon. You're the, you're the uh, resident console gamer. So it's almost, you are. you're almost forced into staying on console. Yeah, it's part, part <laughs> of the job description. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I mean, to be fair, it's been a couple of years since these these games, since the new consoles came out. They came out like twenty twenty, I think, was the release of the latest like Correct. generation of consoles, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's not like it's a it's a huge surprise. It's been coming for a little while. I'm sort of surprised they've held on this long. Same, same. Yeah, I must really? agree there. I'm trying to think yeah. back to when they sort of stopped working with uh, Xbox 360. I don't know whether that it was... It was pretty much immediately, really. Really? And, and, and very quick. very quick. <laughs> yeah, and also very quickly, the games became almost impossible to run on yeah. a 360, especially when you're dealing with the big titles, like playing them on a 360 would just be hell. Yeah. So, and, and it, I mean, it's getting that way now with the Xbox One, but less mm. so. Um, but there we are. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. In other news, the Pokemon company has experienced a record financial year. The company has not actually published its official financial data as of yet, but thanks to the gaming community, we have a rough estimation of what the company has earned. Analysts have got their hands on some details shared in a Japanese government filing, which show that the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon company has had sales of 1.6 billion US dollars. And just to put that into perspective, that's a 70.4% increase from last year. Wow. It's operating profit, 460 million US dollars. That's up by 115%. And finally, the net profit, which I suppose is, is, is the real big ticket <laughs> item, US dollars 320 million, and that's increased by 123%. So their not, net profit has gone up by 123%, which is quite staggering, really. And yeah. it just. In business, I, that's mental. Like, it is in honestly any business, mental. that's crazy. Yeah. 
it's just surreal really and obviously i've been going on it for ages about oh gaming's going you know mad <laughs> everyone can make loads of money but really investors listen to this <laughs> pokemon <laughs> company is oh. rewarding you put it that way <laughs> yeah oh po- pokemon is like something like the third or fourth best selling video game franchise and it is the highest grossing media franchise of all time wow like Pokemon makes more on merchandise than like the MCU than like Star Wars has ever made in the entirety of its lifetime. Pokemon is worth a stupid amount of money. It's yeah. crazy. It really goes yeah. to show the the power of uh well, yeah, just the power of of, of gaming in general really. It's uh yeah. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh. But consider also that it's not just that it's a gaming series; it's because it's a really powerful franchise because you've got, you know, you've got anime and movies. For sure, yeah. Card game. Because um, if you compare it to Mario, Mario's like Mario sells well. It's, I think they've estimated it's like forty-seven and a half billion dollars over the, over its lifespan. But then Pokemon's made something like a hundred and ten billion dollars over its oh. lifespan. Yeah. So it's got so many channels of uh, of, of income. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they made three million dollars on uh, jet aircraft livery. Uh, <laughs> so bizarre. Yep. Interesting fact there, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's just what cool things. Yeah, no, it really is. It's just, it's just mind blowing. Honestly, the amount of money that gets thrown around um, with, yeah. with these companies just always. Every time I try and, the thing is, no one can actually picture that amount of money. It's just such a ridiculous amount that it's, it's uncomprehensible. It's you know, it's yeah. Some say too much, but you know, <laughs> these these things. Uh, well, I say deserve the money. It's uh, that's questionable, but you know, it's such a big. Such a big brand. Everyone knows what Pokemon is, just like any other uh, big business. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That is it for this week's show. Um, and obviously, like I said earlier, the end of the series, the count up to 2021. It's been fun. Yeah. Next week, we're starting a new and uh, coming in with a bunch of cool ideas for, for things coming on the show. So that's really exciting. Before I mention anything else, you can find our previous shows all on river.radio on the web or on various streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. If you want to get in contact with us, email us at hitbox at river.radio or we now have a Discord which you can join. Billy, do you have that link that people can type into their browser to join the Discord? do. It is bit.ly, that is B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash the hitbox, all lowercase, all one word, and that will get you straight into our to our discord uh where you can also listen to the show because we have a bot that plays it out 24 7 well not our show specifically you can listen to river radio (laughs) through absolutely yeah and and definitely worth listening to the other shows on river uh, river radio should i say uh but yeah Yeah. tuesday obviously eight or nine is when our show airs so always come on and listen to it then okay and the last thing i want to mention before we close up stand up straight sit up straight posture (laughs) Yes. Every time, yeah, we're stretching. Billy, I'll see you over the camera there. Gabriel doing <laughs> the exact same thing. There we are. Looking good. Back's in uh, good health, as always. Brilliant. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week.
I go out of my mind. I can't see anything. Cause this love's got me blind. I can't tell myself. I can't break the spell. I can't even try. I'm in over my head. You got under my skin. I got no strength at all in the state that I'm in. And my knees are weak and my mouth can't speak Fell too far this time Baby, I'm too Do me 